Tyler Radio, I'm Mike Landis. Call them school vouchers or school choice. Governor Abbott is touring the state to drum up support for the idea that the state provide money to parents for private school education. But just the day before the governor's appearance at Tyler's Grace Community School, an unprecedented gathering of East Texas ISD superintendents and board chairs addressed their concerns about such a program to reporters. Our guest is Dr. Marty Crawford, superintendent of Tyler ISD, who also spoke out that day. Welcome. Well, thank you, Mike. I appreciate you having me here today to to discuss a, a very important topic. Well, now, the idea of vouchers and choice has been bandied about for years. What's giving us such a priority in Austin right now, and what's your concern about it? Well, you know, this the, the genesis of all of this uh, has been really a, a national narrative, and it's trickling down here to Texas finally. Um, there's a lot of... Uh, Opportunity, um, considering who you know what parties control the executive branches and the legislative branches, and and uh, school districts uh, because of that's where a lot of tax dollars are, are targeted. A majority of your tax dollars are targeted at school districts. Um, and we're kind of right in the front and center of a legislative session, as we always are. Uh, it does make up a large majority of the state's budget, and certainly uh, that that makes us uh, susceptible every session for either support or. Or what we're talking about today, the concerns that we do have in regard to what they're calling education savings accounts, what we refer to as vouchers. The most recent UT Tyler poll of 1,200 Texas voters, some 60% said that they supported the idea of education savings accounts for school choice, but the number opposed actually rose to 29%. Have you or other East Texas ISDs discussed this with Representative Matt Schaefer or Senator Brian Hughes? Absolutely. And, you know, the way to go about that is not to have those relationships or even conversations during the heat of the battle. We've got great relationships with our East Texas representatives, whether it be Matt Schaefer. Um, Cole Hefner actually has about 5% of our school system that's represented as well. He gets all of Lindale, Mineola, et cetera. Um, And then Matt and Brian are are so accessible, even during off-session hours, that when you do have opportunities to talk with them, to speak with them, whenever you do have a, a point of concern, they listen to you. Um, so that's one thing that's great about East Texas. We're, we're all part of this uh, special place where relationships still matter. And even though you may have some uh, differing viewpoints in regard to some issues, as long as those relationships are done professionally and positively, I think that there's always an opportunity there to to uh, to make your case and for them to listen. And then um, hopefully it, it makes a difference whenever they do get into Austin to represent Tyler ISD constituents, uh, East Texas constituents, and not just those that are uh, maybe in other parts of the state that are driving this conversation. So they listened to you, but did they push back? And if they did, what did they say? Uh, a little bit. Um, you know, it's probably not for me to, to say what they what, what their thoughts are. Well, you can are. tell me what, you, what yeah, they absolutely. said to you. Well, I, it's got to make sense. It's got to make uh, fiscal sense. It's also got to make sense from um, uh, their ideological viewpoints, uh, them both being Republicans and uh, from the conservative point of view. And I think our our board president stated a a very conservative case about why vouchers are not the thing that's going to help public education or just general education in Texas as a whole. We all understand parents are are responsible for their children, no doubt about that. And we do say that in Tyler ISD. We're not going to be – some of these school boards or administration like you've seen out of state in Illinois or Virginia or Pennsylvania that have said, no, we're going to decide what's best for your children. We're not saying that at all. And um, I think that narrative is what's kind of crept down here into Texas. It's virally crept down here into Texas. And Matt and Brian both realize the type of people that we have here in East Texas that we do value the parent as the number one educator of the household household 
we're here to support that and, and, and supplement their um, uh, what they want us to do as far as educating their kids nine hours a day, um, 187 days a year. Look into your crystal ball if you can. And do you think the general concept of vouchers or choice has enough support to pass in some form or another this session? Well, your sample size is pretty good on your statistics uh, as far as your survey goes. And so 60% of the state um, says that, that that's something they want to consider. But, you know, school choice is so general in, in, in terminology. It, it doesn't always have to mean vouchers. It could mean attendant zones. It could mean programmatic uh, opportunities that you do actually have inside of your school system like we have in Tyler ISD. We have a lot of choice because you, you can apply for transfers. You're not locked into an attendant zone, even though a lot of folks love um, living inside of an attendant zone, having a neighborhood school to go to. But but if you want to go to, to more uh, MST magnet school, which is math, science, technology, uh, on the east side of town, but you live out there by Flint or Gresham, you can apply for a transfer and then actually get into get into that more program. Um, we have some innovative programs as well: Career Technology Center, Early College High School, um, great flagship high school facilities that were just recently rebuilt by our, by our uh, community. Uh, there's a lot of choice inside of school systems already, uh, but then you start talking about the the voucher conversation, and and, and your question was. Does it have legs? Absolutely, it does because it's bipartisan this time. Uh, specifically driven by um, uh, the, the party that's in control uh, of the legislature and in the governorship right now. But at the same time, there are some on the Democrat side as well that are supporting this. Let's talk about the aftermath of the Uvalde shootings. The talking point in Austin at the time was all about school safety. Tyler ISD ramped up its security, expanded its police force. School safety in Texas and across the country is still an issue, and yet here we had a deadly issue in Arlington just recently. How are you folks responding to that? Are you working within the same parameters you were before? Have you bumped up any security? No, we're we're uh, we're ahead of the game. Uh, it doesn't mean that there might not be something tragic or concerning happen here locally. I mean, it's just the world we're living in right now, and isn't it sad that we're having to talk about this with schools? Um, but in saying that, in 2019, we hired a director of safety security, a retired FBI agent here locally, um, and what a blessing he's been, Jeff Millslagle. Um, and he's been able to to really look at some innovative, uh, creative approaches on that side. We've also got a very robust police department that we've had for 20-plus years as well. We have now staffed a police officer, um, enough police officers to put one at every campus. And, you know, there might be some folks that are concerned about the over-policing. Um, but I, I'll say this, the, the ones that I've run into are either retired Smith County um, Sheriff's Department or retired Tyler PD. So they're from here, they're in the community, and, man, they're the best guys and gals to have. I see them eating lunch with our students all the time. I see them presenting inside of classrooms. I see them shaking hands with parents, and there's a smile on their face. So, But that's not the only thing. We've got some mental health um, issues that we've got to work on here in the state as well, and we've been, I think, a vanguard in being able to supply some mental health counselors across the district on, on top of the normal counselors that you actually have inside of schools. They are so busy doing that component of it, especially at the high schools, that we now have mental health counselors that can help with some of the other things that we have going on here because we are seeing that kids are having some struggles in regards to the mental health uh, issues that are out there that they are so well documented. We, we're not immune to that. Our guest has been Tyler ISC Superintendent Dr. Marty Crawford. To hear this interview again or to share it, go to kvut.org. I'm Mike Landis for UT Tyler Radio.